My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. In Helaman chapter 5, there's a story about Nephi and Lehi, the sons of the prophet Helaman, who led the 2000 stripling warriors. At the time that this story happens, the Nephites had been wicked again and had had another war with the Lamanites where they lost more than half their land, including the land of Zarahemla, which was their capital city. They've started to repent and their chief captain, Moronihah, has been able to lead them in gaining their lands back a little bit so that they now have about half of it. But the Lamanites are still in control of the capital and a whole lot more. And it's during this time that Nephi and Lehi go on a mission. They go to preach in the land of Zarahemla, and they actually have a lot of success. Many Nephite dissenters who convinced the Lamanites to go to war in the first place are reconverted, and they start trying to make reparations, right? They start trying to make it up to the Nephites what they did. The Lamanites there in Zarahemla are also affected by the teaching and Nephi and Lehi end up baptizing 8,000 people there. Then, probably feeling spurred on by their success, they go deeper into Lamanite lands to share the message of the gospel. And immediately they're taken by an army and thrown into prison with no food for days. Sounds really fun. Then some Lamanites and Nephite dissenters come to kill them. But this is where the story gets good. They come into the prison and see that Nephi and Lehi are surrounded by fire. They're afraid to take them. Nephi and Lehi tell them not to be afraid. This is God stopping them from killing two missionaries. Then the prison shakes, darkness comes over everyone there, and there's a voice from heaven that speaks three different times, and the prison shakes a whole lot more. Now, up to this point in the story, the writer, Mormon, has been writing pretty much in third person from the perspective of Nephi and Lehi, or just the Nephites in general. Then, all of a sudden, there's a shift, and we start to see the story from the view of the Lamanites and the Nephite dissenters, and specifically this one dissenter, Aminadab. The Lamanites are so overcome by this darkness in the prison that they can't move. But Aminadab notices that Nephi and Lehi's faces are shining through the darkness, and it looks like they're talking to someone. Now, at this point in the story, I asked myself a few questions. First, why did Mormon choose to tell this part of the story from the view of the Lamanites? What was his reason? Second, don't you think that it was recorded somewhere exactly what it was that Nephi and Lehi saw when their faces were turned toward heaven like they were talking to someone? Because we never actually find out what it was that they saw. But I'm sure it was written down somewhere. And third, why does the story focus on the wicked people instead of the righteous who were delivered? So I think Mormon shifted his point of view because the Book of Mormon was written for us. So we can liken it to us. Knowing just the part of Nephi and Lehi, you know, missionaries unfairly taken, abused, and then blessed to see angels after they keep their faith in God is great if we, all of us, 
we're only going to be righteous victims our whole lives. But the truth is that all of us will be like the Lamanites and Nephite dissenters at some point. Maybe we're not going to try to kill somebody, but we will find ourselves in darkness, brought on by ignorance and sin, even traditions passed down to us from our parents and families that are wrong. And we're going to need to know the way out. That's why Mormon changes perspective in this story, because we can relate to everyone in this story. So what do we learn from this new point of view? Aminadab finds himself in this darkness. He looks around and sees Nephi and Lehi. They aren't dark. In fact, they're shining. Aminadab gets everyone to look and they realize they don't have to stay this way. They can be like Nephi and Lehi. So they start asking what they've got to do to be delivered like Nephi and Lehi are. And Aminadab tells them they need to do what the prophets said. So they begin to pray and they pray until they have faith in Christ. Now for these people, it all happens in a day. But for us, it could take longer. We aren't always delivered in a day. Nephi and Lehi had to wait days with no food in this story. I bet that was pretty dark. Sometimes for us, the darkness goes away and then comes back. But what this story teaches is that consistently seeking to have faith in Christ is what dispels the darkness. It will. It delivers us from the darkness others can inflict upon us. It delivers us from the darkness of ignorance. And it delivers us from the darkness of sin. But we have to keep praying until we have faith in Christ. Finally, those in darkness in the prison are delivered and they experience some marvelous things. But the most profound to me are these two. First, there's a voice that whispers, Peace, peace be unto you because of your faith in my well-beloved, who was from the foundation of the world. They are given peace after the darkness. Isn't that why they wanted out of the darkness in the first place? They were so afraid they couldn't move. Only peace could free them from that. And each individual there received that. Second, they are given a charge to share what they learned and to not doubt it. 300 people had this experience and it changed them all. Then, as they shared it, it changed their country. Everyone who believed their message laid down their weapons of war, they repented, they let go of their hate and false traditions, and eventually, the Lamanites just gave back to the Nephites all the land that they had taken. That's what happens when we are delivered from spiritual darkness. Change happens. Faith in Jesus Christ gets us to lay down our own weapons of war. Faith in Christ can change the relations between entire nations and groups of people. Faith in Christ is the way out of all darkness. He is the light of the world. So don't give up. Keep praying until you have faith. And then next time you find yourself in some kind of darkness, because it's gonna happen again. This is life in an imperfect world after all. 
Keep praying some more. Pray for as long as it takes, which is really just another way of saying pray always. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.